promise that we will never talk about chick flicks here's your host jared all right welcome everybody to big lip radio presents no girls allowed and uh, today is monday september 4th it is labor day the official end of summer end of the summer movie blockbuster season and uh, just kind of a bummer for uh, most of us so uh anyway it's been a couple of weeks since we did one of these uh <laughs> For those of you wondering, my uh, my ankle hasn't healed yet. And, uh, yeah. So I'm still hobbling around, and it's been what? I'm going on week four. Three and a half weeks right now. I'm going on week four. And, uh, yeah, still, uh, still hurting. Still trying to get around. <clears throat> and uh, today, what we're going to talk about is uh, I've got a review of Burger King's new rodeo burger. And I know I cuss and swear about Burger King every other podcast, but today's going to be different. I just feel it in my bones. Also, we're going to be doing a retro review of Halloween 3 from the uh, original Halloween series. But before we get to any of that, let's uh, let's talk about Ric Flair. Ric Flair uh, just put a video on his Twitter and his Facebook talking about all the support that he received and thanking everybody and saying he's coming back very, very, very soon. So looks like looks like Ric Flair's going to live. That's a good thing. And uh, also, before we get on with anything, this Friday was Force Friday. If any of you are uh, familiar with uh, Star Wars, you know that uh, they put out their toys well in advance of the movies because they know they're going to make more money off the merchandising than they do the movies, which is why you pay George Lucas $4.2 billion for his film franchise. And... Uh, uh, this this year is no exception. The Last Jedi comes out December 15th of uh, 2017 of this year. And uh, the toys went on sale Friday. Excuse me, collectibles went on sale Friday. And uh, it was a big thing. They had this uh, uh, alternate reality thing that they were doing, augmented reality, that, th- that they were doing. You get the uh, Star Wars app. And if you look on my Twitter, I posted a picture or two. And you get the Star Wars app, and uh, you go to these uh, uh, standees that they've got in the stores that have the pictures on them, and they've got uh, Find the Force emblem on it. Then you take and uh, hold your phone up to the emblem, and a, a character from the movie appears. And it worked pretty good, about as well as the uh, Pokemon augmented reality work. And if you remember, we uh, all shut that off within the first three days and then quit playing it within the first week. But uh, this is just for three days and a new character each day at each location and for a total of 15 characters, and I probably got around six of them in my phone. So anyway, they come out with their last Jedi stuff, and uh, as far as I can tell, there's 11 three-and-three-quarter-inch action figures in the first wave, of which I have ten. Uh, they're over on the wall behind me. 
And, uh, you know, Luke Skywalker, of course, you got to get Luke. Finally, they're making a new Luke Skywalker figure. I don't know why they never made one for The Force Awakens, but they did not. So I got Luke and Ray and uh, Poe. I've got Kalo Ren. Uh, the new chick, Rose. The other new chick, Paige. I wonder where the new dudes are. Anyway, I got Finn. Uh, I got all of them except for C-3PO that I'm aware of that they made. And they may have made more than 11, but, but as far as I know, it's 11, and I have 10 of the 11. Now, if you're someone who's into the Black Series and you like the 6-inch figures, I don't know about your neighborhood, but I do know I've all weekend I've stuck my head out and went to uh, Walmart, Target, see what's going on. The 6-inch Black Series is is flying off the shelves. I've got uh, Luke Skywalker, and I've got Darth Vader from Rogue One slash uh, New Hope. In the 6-inch uh, line, my wife likes to make sure I get those. I think she's uh, more smitten with the 6-inch uh, figures than, uh, than anything else. And uh, we'll keep the uh, smart-ass comments to a minimum. Uh, so anyway, she likes the 6-inches uh, and... Uh, so anyway, I got the two that I wanted. They also have Hera from Rebels. That was also released as part of Force Friday. And they did her up as if she was from the movie instead of doing her uh, animated style. And uh, it looks really cool. And I might end up grabbing that one, assuming I can see it. I can find it. Because like I said, those went like hotcakes. And they've got they got $60 statues that light up. Darth Vader cutting through the uh, door of the Tent of Four. And they got... Uh, uh, Luke Skywalker standing on the foot of a fallen uh, Adat, and uh, you just see the foot and him standing on the foot. It's a lighted sculpture. Sixty bucks. Um, Kalo Ren's fighter, Tie Fighter, called the Silencer. Uh, the package in the store uh, doesn't reveal anything, but I've seen online, and I don't know if it's a mock-up, but I've seen online a picture of the package for the Silencer that shows the Silencer taking off with a Death Star in the background. So I don't know if somebody just mocked that up to uh, to get people uh, excited and talking or if uh, uh, there's some box art out there that gives away a third Death Star. Would they create a third Death Star? I don't know. Star Wars isn't known for its originality, and uh, that certainly isn't why I'm into it. But uh, it's not known for their originality, and I guess it's not out of, out of the question that they develop a uh, third Death Star. However, I'm officially saying it's a hoax. And uh, But anyway, go out there, get all that Star Wars stuff so they'll keep making it so I can keep buying it. And uh, yeah, I spent a couple hundred bucks this weekend, and hopefully it was worth it. Uh, I always enjoy it. It's always a lot of fun. All right, let's move on. Uh, Burger King. I know I rail about Burger King a lot, and they put out a, uh, put out a new sandwich. They put out a... Uh, uh, Rodeo King. Can you eat the new Rodeo King with one hand? This guy with a half pound of beef, mechanical bowl, six onion rings topped with barbecue sauce. It's the new Rodeo King, only at Burger King. Trying to eat the Rodeo King while he's on a mechanical bowl. So he's got one hand holding on to the mechanical bowl, the other one holding on to the sandwich. <clears throat> And also, something they weren't advertising, or I haven't seen the advertisement for it, uh, Cheesy Tots. And I don't know about you, but I like uh, I like cheese and potatoes, so you know what's what's to lose. Now, I tried these yesterday, and I went to a Burger King on uh, Gilbert Road and Juniper, if you're familiar with, uh, with Gilbert Mesa area in Arizona. 
And it's not one I usually go to. I go into this restaurant and it is pristine. It is clean. It is sparkly. They don't have one of those freestyle soda machines. But, you know, you can't have everything. The soda area is neat, tidy, clean. I've never seen anything so clean. And uh, I went up there and I ordered my burger. And I ordered, uh, I saw those cheesy tots on the menu board. I said, give me the cheesy tots and give me a large soda. And uh, first let's talk about the burger. This thing is huge. I didn't even eat all of it. And not because it wasn't good. It is very good. Now, Carl's Jr., in my mind, has got the Western Burger thing all sewn up. And uh, anytime I want a Western Burger, I go to Carl's Jr. And anytime I'm with friends who go to Carl's Jr. and we're there, that's what I get is the Western Burger. This is almost, but not quite as good as Carl's Jr.'s fabulous Western Burger. The uh, the Indian rings are a bit of a disappointment because it is the... Uh, the cheap kind of uh, Burger King onion rings. It's not real onion rings. So that's a bummer. And uh, But overall, overall, out of five, I give it a solid four. Uh, Carl's Jr., for comparison, I give a four and a half. Big Mac is a five. We all know it's a Big Mac. Watch my video. So anyway, the Cheesy Tots. Cheesy Tots are really, really good. They're, they're about the size of a tater tot. Uh... The potato inside of them is almost like a mashed potato. It's like a breaded mashed potato with a couple of very small ribbons of cheese running through them. Um, if I had a complaint about them, first of all, it's fair food. It is food you'd find at a carnival. It can't be good for you. It is really delicious, but there's not enough cheese in them. They'd get a four and a half with a touch more cheese, but I can't bag too much on uh, mashed potatoes. It's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Uh, so it's solid four. So Burger King. Burger King finally comes through. That is the weirdest thing you have ever said. I know, but they finally come through. So uh, so anyway, let's move on. Halloween 3. About this Cochran? All I can tell you, mister, is watch out. Season He's watching you, friend, I guarantee you that. Trick or treat, trick or treat. Hey, Mr. Cochran, just what is the final process? Fellas, I was just kidding. Witchcraft. To us, it was a way of controlling our environment. Hey! Where are they taking her? They're taking her to the factory. I want a mask. Can I have a mask? 
You gotta uh, love the music in the so cool. Do I need a reason? I've got nothing here to indicate there was ever a body at all. Operator, this is an emergency. I do love a good joke, and this is the best ever. A joke on the children. I'm glad you'll be able to watch it. You've got to believe me. They're going to kill us. All of us. Stop it. The world's going to change tonight, Doctor. Happy Halloween. Stop it! Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, the night no one comes home. All right, this movie is largely regarded as the black sheep of the Halloween series. Uh... Time has been kind to it. When it first came out, everybody hated it because we all thought Michael Myers was going to be in it. And uh, I'm one of those guys. Um, I was I was excited to see it. And when I finally saw it, I was I was horribly disappointed. I kept waiting. Where's where's Michael Myers? And, uh, you know, when you're a kid, this came out in 1982. So when you're a kid, you don't you don't think about things like uh, the fact that uh, uh, the movie the original Halloween is playing in the bar where the doctor's at trying to use the phone. So this has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Otherwise, the the first movie wouldn't have been a movie. So anyway, you don't, you don't think about that stuff. But uh, this movie is directed by Tommy Lee Wallace and uh, produced by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. They were married at this time. Uh, written by Tommy Lee Wallace and uncredited uh, John Carpenter. Um, let's see, it was, uh, distributed by Universal Pictures. Uh, the release date was October 22nd, 1982. So it came out a week before Halloween on 1982. The running time is 98 minutes. Um, the budget was two and a half million. It didn't cost a lot to make this movie. And it shows, uh, the box office, 14 million. Now, this is the lowest grossing Halloween of the entire bunch. And uh, I'm going to go on record right now and tell you it's not the worst of the series. If you haven't seen this movie since uh, since it first came out or around that time, or uh, you just watched it as part of a series and was expecting Michael Myers being there, and disappointment clouded your judgment, I'm telling you to go watch this movie again. It's uh, not near as bad as I had originally thought. Um not a lot of characters in this. Uh, Tom Atkins plays Dr. Daniel Chalice. And uh, I don't know why a middle-aged doctor with, with a clear drinking problem is such a uh, such a sex object, but all the chicks in this movie go crazy for him. Stacy Nelkin plays Ellie uh, Grim, Grimbridge. And uh, she was on Chips. I mean, if you go all the way back, she was on Chips. She was on The Waltons. There was a couple of TV shows from the 70s that she was in. And Dan O'Harely, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, is uh, uh, Colonel Cochran. That's the uh, main bad guy. You'll remember him from uh, RoboCop. He was the CEO of uh, OCP. And uh, so, interesting to note that that he was the main bad guy in RoboCop 2. Okay, so 
what was this movie about? How how horrible was the premise? Well, the premise was horrible. It was a uh, horror movie in the early 80s, and it's not any better than any other horror movie in the early 80s. On October 23rd, shop owner Harry uh, Grimbridge uh, runs along a barren road in Northern California chased by mysterious figures in business suits. He makes it to a gas station, clutching a silver shamrock jack-o'-lantern mask. He's driven to the hospital by station attendant Walter Jones, all while rambling, they're going to kill us all. At the hospital, uh, Grimbridge is placed in the care of Dr. Dan Chalice, who's the Tom Atkins character. That night, another mysterious man in a suit enters Gambridge's uh, hotel room, kills him, goes to his car, and uh, the car blows up. Boom. Explodes. The next morning, Grimbridge's daughter, Ellie, arrives to identify her father's remains. Ellie and Chalice agree to investigate his murder, leading them to the small town of Santa Mira, California. The hotel manager, now if, you, uh, if you're sharp-eyed, You'll know that the hotel that they that they uh, uh, stay at, as long as that whole that whole street, that whole storefront, is the exact same storefront that in Halloween two, the nurse is going to her Mustang and her friends like, oh, you got to give me a ride home, and she I, she's like, I can't, I'm I'm already late. So anyway, that is the same street and, and everything. It's it's kind of a cool little connection there that has nothing to do with anything other than just kind of an Easter egg. Um. Let's see. The hotel manager explains that uh, Colonel Cochran and his company, Silver Shamrock Novelties, which produces wildly popular latex, mas- latex masks for Halloween, are responsible for the town's prosperity. It's like this corporation owns the entire town. Um, let's see. While uh, signing in at the motel register, that you used to have to do that back in the day. You used to have to... Uh, uh, it was the day before the internet and credit cards and when you went to a hotel room you used to have to show them your id and sign in the register that way if you caused any trouble you couldn't say i don't know i didn't uh i didn't stay here <laughs> uh let's see where are we at um let's see two, 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 two. all right while signing in to the hotel register chalice learns that gamebridge stayed at the same hotel other hotel guests include shop owners marge gutman and buddy cuffer Buddy's wife, Betty, and their son, Little Buddy, uh, all of who owns businesses at the company's factories. They're, they're sales salespeople, retail outlets. Gutman finds a microchip in the back of a silver shamrock button and is electrocuted after poking it with a hairpin. Chalice and Ellie learn of Gutman's accident, and Chalice attempts to help but is forced out of the way by a group of men dressed in lab coats who drive away in a van with Marge's body. That's her name, Marge Gutman. The next morning, Chalice and Ellie enter uh, a tour of the factory with the Keffers and discover Gainbridge's car there, guarded by more men dressed in suits. They return to the motel but cannot contact anyone outside the town. While Chalice attempts to phone for the authorities, Ellie is kidnapped by the men in suits and driven to the factory. Chalice pursues them, breaks into the factory, and discovers that the men in suits are androids created by Cochran. Now, isn't it funny... How back in the day, everybody thought that uh, androids w- would immediately be super powerful, like the $6 million man. Who knew his bionic arm? Why would we believe his bionic arm would be so strong? I don't know, but we did. Now you look at C-3PO. Who doesn't think they couldn't beat the hell out of C-3PO? 
I mean, he's a robot. So anyway, where are we at? Uh, Chalice is captured by the androids, and Cochrane reveals his plan to sacrifice children wearing his masks, thus bringing about a resurrection of the ancient age of witchcraft. The masks, the masks contain microchips, each containing a fragment of Stonehenge that, when activated by a signal in a company commercial, summon a swarm of insects and snakes to kill the mask wearer and everybody nearby. To demonstrate, Cochrane kills the cup cupfers this way so uh so anyway if you know anything about this movie there is a uh, commercial that plays all throughout the movie for these masks and i don't know why these masks are so popular you got a skeleton a jack-o'-lantern and a witch they don't look like anything special and not only that these masks are so wildly popular that people like dressed as ghosts or vampires or anything Still have to have one of these masks. Everybody's wearing a mask, whether they're an uh, actual skeleton or a vampire. Everybody's wearing some kind of a mask. But here is the the uh, music for the commercial in the movie that plays a thousand times. It'll get stuck in your head. I'm going to try to stick it in your head right now. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Who has time? Who has the money to advertise a commercial like this? It's like a two-minute commercial. Before this, after only having seen it one time, I always thought they said Super Shamrock, but they say Silver Shamrock. That's it. That's the commercial. That's the song. All right. So after uh, Cochrane kills his top salespeople just to uh, show Chalice how this thing works, uh, Chalice escapes through the ventilation shaft and rescues Ellie. He dumps the chip from the overhead rafters and activates their signal with the commercial, killing Cochrane and his employees and destroying the computer chips and the factory. The two... As the two drive away, Ellie attacks Chellis, revealing that Cochran replaced the real Ellie with an android duplicate. Chellis crashes the vehicle and decapitates the android with a tire iron. On foot, Chellis makes it to the gas station and phones the television stations in an attempt to convince the station managers not to air the Silver Shamrock commercial. Here's how that sounded like. He's running. You phone! You phone! Where's... Life and death. Hey, don't I know you?
The commercial's already started. The death of millions of people, everyone watching, don't you understand? So he's on the phone with the TV stations. Well, say it's a bomb, then say, say whatever you want, say whatever you like, just get it off the air. Please, you just... I, no, no, I can't prove it. You've got to believe me, believe me. Take it off the air now, please. You've got to at least... Aha, they took it off one station. Kid in the mask turns it to the other channel. They took it off that station. But he puts it on the third channel. Put on your masks and watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns. The third commercial, it's still on, please. Take off the third channel, the third channel, it's still running. Stop it, please, for God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to, please, stop it, stop it now. Turn it off, turn it off. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. And it's too late. Everybody dies. That's uh, that's how it ends. He's unable to get that third station to not broadcast that commercial. Now, this is also back in the day, prior to the Internet and prior to uh, cable TV for most of us. Uh, there were only three stations. You had ABC, NBC, and CBS. You didn't even have Fox or UPN or CW. You didn't have any of those, just those three stations and your local independent station. And uh, he got it off of two out of three, so uh, uh, we're we're left to wonder how bad the damage was, how many how many children were uh, killed, and <laughs> kind of a grim, you're killing children, but uh, we're left to wonder because the film ends right there. And that's it. That's Halloween three. It's really not a horrible film. I would give it out of uh, out of the usual five. I'll give it a two and a half, which is a fairly neutral score. I'm sure if I saw it a couple of more times, I might bump it up another half. But it's not bad. It's uh it's enjoyable if you're into the uh early 80s horror, you're going to you're going to like it. When I sit down and watch all my Michael Myers films, all my Halloween films, I'll probably skip from 2 to 4 because spoiler alert, Halloween 4, Michael Myers does come back. And uh, cuz the uh producers are the ones in charge and they realized uh, Halloween three produced no money, so they want they they want to go back and uh, have Michael Myers as the the main bad guy and make the money again. And uh, that's it. So go watch it. It's it's not it's not horrible. And uh, next week, next week we're gonna we're gonna close out with the theme of Star Wars. Because it, it has been a Star Wars weekend. The uh, All that stuff came out Friday at midnight. Dude, Thursday, midnight, I set my alarm, I get up, I go down to Walmart. They've got nothing out. I'm like, hey, where's your Star Wars stuff? Got my Star Wars shirt on. I'm ready to go. I know, I know, I'm a 49-year-old man. That's fine. It's fine. Kiss my ass. It's still still something we can do. So anyway, there are other people hiding in the background and not uh, not saying anything. So finally, after talking to a few people, we realize, oh, there's like four pallets of the stuff in the back. Let's let's load them out. So they did. There were no three and three quarter inch action figures. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. 
how is there so anyway uh, one of the people who was there just came from Target and they said look Target stayed open and they opened at midnight don't know how long they're going to be open I said alright so I'm going to burn through there so I, so I jump in the car and haul ass down to Target just 15 minutes left so I was able to get in get some stuff go back home finally about 2.30 and get some sleep and it was a it was a pain in the ass because I had to uh, had to work, you know I got to be to work by six. This is this is crap. So anyway, that's how uh, Force Friday went. But uh, the rest of the weekend went really good. I did a bunch of the uh, augmented reality stuff. It's good stuff. Had a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully everybody had a lot of fun. And uh, over the weekend, I ended up watching uh, uh, the Force Awakens, Star Wars Episode Seven. And Rogue One. So I did watch two Star Wars movies over this long weekend. Uh, inspired by the uh, by the toys and the collectibles and all that other stuff. It was good. Next week, we will be back. Uh, we might do Halloween 4, but as of right now, It, Stephen King's It, opens next week. And I don't want to wait four or six weeks to review that movie when it comes out. Uh, so I'll probably break into the Halloween, and instead of doing Halloween 4, if we see the movie next week, and, and it's pretty certain I'm going to see it next week, uh, I'm going to have a review of Stephen King's It, the weekend it comes out. I've read the book. I was, I don't know, 16 when I read it. I was pretty young when I read it. Um, and I've seen the, uh, the original TV miniseries with, uh, John Ritter and that guy from Night Court in it, and, uh... So I feel like I'm pretty well versed to uh, to review this movie right off the bat. If I have time, who knows? Maybe I'll see the uh, TV version again beforehand, so I can directly compare. One thing's certain: I won't be able to read that book. It's like three million pages. The the, uh, the people who wrote the Bible said, "Look, I'm not reading this book. It is too long." <laughs> so anyway, uh, next week we're gonna be back probably with a review of it, and. Uh, Until then, thank you guys very much for your time. They f***ed you at the drive-thru.